Hello and welcome to Finale Rally, the podcast where we watch the series finale for a show that we've never seen and try to figure out what the heck is going on. My name's Garrett. I'm Ben. I'm Gabby. And we together collectively call ourselves the Finale Rally Sallies. Every, every you, chance we get. As much as we I can. I let you take that. Uh-huh. I was going to say it with you, but I was like, no, let Garrett do it. The Finale Rally Sallies? Mm-hmm. That's how I order at restaurants now. <laughs> when they ask your name? Like uh-huh. at Starbucks? Anywhere. Any yeah. restaurant. It could be a sit-down restaurant. And I'll say, me, the Finale Rally Sally, will be having the steak. <laughs> and then do they write that on the plate when they bring it to you? They write yeah, it on I the hope plate. so. They write it on the placemat. They write it on anything they can find. <laughs> With anything they can find. <laughs> it's in my rider. <laughs> that they must refer to me as such. That you give to every restaurant you dine at? <laughs> yes, and also all the stadium tours I do. All the stadium tour the behind the scenes of stadiums yes no one is at the stadium uh-huh. i just am touring it You're like this is what lambeau field looks like yep uh this week we listened to and watched we participated both our senses in the both hit, of our five senses uh <laughs> it was a fox show yeah i fox. think uh fox show called house we really should do research before we, <laughs> we house start a little bit. md we do as little research as Possible. I've done a lot of research. To keep this show authentic. What do you mean you've done a lot of research? So go ahead. That's the first segment anyways. What did you know about House before we began? Oh, um, I know that Olivia Wilde played a bisexual character on it. Because as listeners of Finale Rally may know, I keep track of every LGBT character in every show ever. Um, and then I knew that he was Hugh Laurie. I knew that he? there was one, the main guy. I knew that he's a doctor who was mean. <laughs> Um, I knew that he, like, solved stuff, but he was, like, crabby while doing it. Okay. That's it. Ben, what did you know about House? MD? I knew that Hugh Laurie was in it, mm-hmm. and I knew that he was a doctor, and I knew that he was an unconventional doctor, kind of played by his own rules. Oh. And that's pretty much it. Oh, my goodness. This may be the first finale rally, probably the only finale rally where I knew the most of everybody. Hey! I well, knew he was addicted to drugs. So I knew he was this oh, yeah. super smart detective. Maybe I knew That's that, too. That's how he got so mean. Yeah. You know why? why? Be- drugs make you mean. Be- Remember that, kids. <laughs> because <laughs> he's like it's like a play on Sherlock Holmes, and Sherlock Holmes was a heroin addict, too. Yes, he's supposed to be like a Sherlock Holmes. Okay, yeah, I think I knew that. And the way he talks and the way he does things, we found out, is very Sherlock Holmesian. Yes. Where he jumps to conclusions by being so observant. Um, I knew... That's about it. I knew he walked around with a cane. I don't know... Oh, I didn't know Oh, that. the cane wasn't new for the end? I thought he always walked I, around with a cane. Maybe uh, it was new. No, I, I think he always had the cane. Yeah, I think he always had, like, some sort of physical ailment. Olivia Wilde, by the way, showed up in this finale. She also played a bisexual character on The O.C. Hmm. So... That's a fufa. So keep that That's in mind f- as we proceed. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll remind everybody at points in the podcast. Um, now let's sort of dive into what happened in this episode. So we open up on house in a dark house. <laughs> <laughs> it was so quiet, I thought we did not have the volume on. We did. Um, and... There's a dead body next to him. Yeah, he's waking up next to a dead body. Cal Penn's yelling at him. There's drugs everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's a... That's Cal the Penn, by the way, gained a lot of weight. I did not realize it was Cal Penn at first. Okay. It's all that white castle. <laughs> all that white house. You know who looks great? John Cho. Speaking of white castle. John oh. Cho, super hot. Cal Penn, a little chubby. 
Cal Pen. But chubby can be hot. That's true. But not it doesn't look good on Cal Pen. <laughs> Sorry, Cal Pen. Shots fired, Cal Pen. But he's, he's super. Dick. He's so smart though. He's like a White House like. He like White helped. Castle. He like no. Cal Pen <laughs> like helped the Obama administration. He like did a bunch of shit with the Obama. He was their burger czar. Yeah. No. He got them to the White Castle. No. <laughs> he like really is super smart. Which is why this is an appropriate episode for an election year. Oh my god. Okay, anyway, what else happens? Okay, so... Cal Penn, like, killed himself. House wakes up next to this dead body, um, and Cal Penn is the one who tells him it's a dead body. Yeah. And reminds him that he himself is dead. So, yeah, House is is seeing ghosts. Yeah. Basically, this whole episode, House is seeing ghosts. It's real Christmas... What's that movie? What's that show about Christmas? Christmas Miracle? No. A television show about Christmas? No, no. A story. The Santa Claus. The Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol, Christmas Carol yeah. I'm a Jew. The Christmas Carol. And everyone comes, ghosts come and yell at him. I think we're all Jews except for Garrett. I'm yeah. not a Jew. So, he's in a burning house being visited by ghosts like Ebenezer Scrooge. Okay. And the first ghost is Cal Penn. And basically all these ghosts are people from his past, we presume... That would be weird if it were. Just other people from his future. Random ghosts. What was the other finale that we watched where people who had died came and visited the person? Alias? Yes. Desperate Housewives had ghosts. Desperate Housewives had a lot of ghosts. I don't remember. Ghosts are recurring. Yeah, a lot of finales have this, like, trope where, like, the ghosts of characters who've died who were, like, fan favorites or whatever come back. And it's just so they can get that actor back that people like. Yeah. Exactly. Or just to kind of provide a, a summation of the person's time on the Yeah, I think it's a very show. lazy <laughs> finale trope that happens a lot. Well, if you've killed off a character, how else do you get them back? It's either a flashback or a ghost. Okay, Garrett, but, like, you can do anything with the finale. Why do you have to have all the old characters come and be ghosts? It's just fan service. Yeah, but it's also, like, it's not just fan service, right? It's also, like, the actor service. I think. To be like a tip of the hat to you for your time on this show. Yeah, exactly. It's like alumni weekend. <laughs> it is. It's alumni ex- weekend at house. And everyone gets wasted. Uh-huh. Dumb. I think we've missed that the big reveal that Cal Penn has, though, is that the house that House has woken up in... Is on fire. Is on fire, yeah. And he's about to die of being burned to death. Okay, further, further question. I checked out when they started talking about why he's going to jail. Why is he going to jail? So this is something that we tried to piece together. Basically, all right. Tickets. Let's talk through both the plot lines, okay? So there are these ghosts who are trying to convince a house to survive. To, like, Except for one who tells him of, to die. Yeah. But most of them are telling him to leave this burning building. And then that girl wasn't even a ghost because she was at his funeral. Right. Some of them weren't ghosts. Some of them weren't ghosts. Some of them were just, Most of them. Yeah, they're all the other hallucinations. Woman. He diagnoses that immediately. But they're basically walking him through... It's because he's the best doctor in the world. <laughs> 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 he actually, he does it. He, like, diagnoses. I was like, well, why would I be hallucinating you? Because the last time I saw you, you were eating a bullet. Um, but... He's so mean. He is a mean guy, even to his dead hallucinations. Okay, so what's so going the other, on? Why the is other he going thing, to jail? The other thing is that they're talking him through one of his last patients, who we think is actually the dead guy next to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's talking through these dead, um, this like patient, and like sort of like, why was this case special? You seem to treat this case different. All the while, House is, again, in the flashback, House is trying to get out of going to jail. He's on probation somehow, and he's apparently done terrible vandalism to the hospital, which it sounds like 
he flushed some hockey tickets down a toilet and that blew up the plumbing in the hospital? I don't... I literally... I think I heard, like, the teacher from Charlie Brown when this plot point was coming. They talk about it every now and again. There's always talking about hockey tickets, always talking about plumbing. Wait, so they're arresting him for vandalism? Mostly for breaking his parole. But everybody else seemed to be pretty concerned that if they took the fall for him, they'd end up in jail. I think a lot of people, like, got injured because of this. They're also still salty for missing that hockey game. Yeah. Everybody everybody was really mad. That was the year the Sables won. The Sables? Yeah, is that not a team? I think... Uh, the Sabres? Sabres, yeah. Who, what, what city are they in? Buffalo. The Buffalo Sabres. Shout out to all of our listeners in Buffalo. I thought you knew something I didn't, but it turns out you were also making things up. The Sables? I make things up constantly in this podcast. Okay, so he is going to jail for hospital vandalism? That's what it seemed like. And he keeps trying to like go up to these people who he thought were his friends and have them take a fall for him, but they all seem to be sick of covering up for houses. And he's on probation for drugs. I don't know what he's on probation for. Oh. He did something bad in the past. He doesn't want to go to jail. He, uh, different avenues he goes to, he goes to his boss, tries to get him to um, lie to his probation officer, say he was in surgery the whole time. The ability that you have to zero in on the minute plot points of these finales that I can't bring myself to care about but here's the it's thing. It's troubling. I don't know a single character's name ever. What? <laughs> I, it's impossible Wilson. for me to remember. There's somebody named Wilson. Wilson's the cute one from Dead Poet Society. Right, okay. There was a cheeky thing where they referenced Dead Poet Society, and that guy certainly was mm-hmm. in that film. Yeah, coincidentally, yeah. he was also in it. Yeah. So, I think, oh my God, and then the most romantic ending ever happened with them. Okay, anyway, sorry, I'm skipping ahead. No, that's okay. I mean, there's not a ton to talk about, because... Basically, pretty light on plot. Also, vent- Wilson's dying of cancer. Wilson's dying of... No, that's... Yes, yes Wilson is. is. Sorry, I keep forgetting who Wilson is and who the dead guy He's is. He's dying of cancer. The dead guy also died. Yes, the yeah, dead guy is the very dead. The dead guy was a heroin addict? Yes. And Why he, did he were die? Were they making that up? I couldn't figure out whether that was like part no, of his ploy to take the fall for House. No, I think he actually was a heroin addict, and he, he convinced House... I think it must have been in a previous episode, just like, hey fuck your life, man. Come do heroin with me because that's what life is greatest. And House, like, does it. He goes and, like, that's oh, what now we think he wakes he up, up. Yeah. in a uh, heroin. But that guy OD'd. But the other guy OD'd on heroin. Oh, shit. And also set a fire, apparently. Okay. Missed all that. So, I mean, I think. That's sort of me extrapolating. Then, like, they think House died. So, okay, and wait, like a hang funeral. on. Hang on. Stop it. <laughs> God damn it. I want to get to the cute part. <laughs> We're not going to be able to talk about the cute part for very long. Okay, fine. So, eventually one of these people convinces House to try to leave. To try to get out of this burning building. So he gets up and he sort of like wanders and then... Was he, that blonde woman his daughter? I don't know. Seemed like it. Okay. Maybe his daughter. I think his daughter was the one who convinced him or was trying to convince yeah, him to Yeah, she was saying you, yeah, you, yeah, burned, yeah, the you burned a nice big rest. Yeah. Time to give up. So various... It's Cal Penn and various women, basically. These women... Celia Ward, who's a wonderful actress. We talked about her. Nobody knows who any of these people are. Yes, I do. She's Cilla the TV Ward. host from Gone Girl, who he reveals his, like, secret to. Yeah. He being house? Yeah. No, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Celia Ward is, is an, a celebrated older female actress. Uh, she's really good in everything that she does, and she doesn't get her due, like many older female actresses. Okay. So she plays his, like, wife? So Dame Judi Dench is his wife. <laughs> and one of them convinces him to try to live. He tries to leave, but he falls through the floorboards and, like, hurts his ankle. 
Okay. The next was one super is super hot chick at the funeral. Oh my god. Was she also his wife? Nobody. Yes. Yeah. She was like Russian or something. He married some prostitute or Russian something. Damn! 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 Yes, he had many. Good for you. He's very charming, Hugh Laurie. Not he's old, but he's charming. Hugh Laurie is, but House is not. House is a dick. Yeah, but, like, women like... I, well, I like that. I have a lot of daddy issues that came up during this show. Ugh, while you were zoning out? Yeah, well, I didn't <laughs> want to hear about the jail stuff. But the funeral and the interpersonal connections is what I really oh came for. God. We haven't even gone to the fucking Okay, fine, yet. okay. So <laughs> somebody convinces him to try to survive. And it's then that he falls through the floorboards, hurts his ankle. His daughter then says, no, you should try to die. Do we know that's his daughter? We don't. <laughs> we don't. For our intents and purposes, she was his daughter. Okay. Or his other really hot wife. For our intensive she's care from, unit purposes? She's. Hey, now. She's from a show called Once Upon a Time. Which I can't wait for that show to be over, because we're going to do such a funny podcast about it. Have you seen any of it? No, but I just think it's such a convoluted show that it will be, like, really good podcast. I know nothing about that show. Didn't they spin it off already into oh, something else? who can say? I think I'm confusing that show with Ella Enchanted. Was that's that a, movie? a film? Yeah, okay. That's okay. what I think the, that show is. It's <laughs> Ella Enchanted. It's not. Tell the rest of your story. Okay, so... <laughs> you sounded like you had a lot to say about Ellen Chanted. Not my story. It's House's story. <laughs> Tell us your weird story about this doctor who does heroin. <laughs> so, he's tripping on heroin. Um, oh, do you think these hallucinations were just hit from heroin? Heroin trips? Yeah, or, so he relapsed? That's so sad. Oh, we don't know if he How ever had that heroin. How long was he sober? Was the... I bet he relapsed a bunch during the show. Were the drugs that he was doing earlier on heroin, do you think? I thought it was, like, opiate opiates. And, like... Uh, Which one's Oxycontin. Smack? Is that Smack? <laughs> He's or Crank? Smack, smack is heroin. Smack and is Crank? Smack? Crank is crack and heroin. Okay. I just said that with so much confidence, but I have no idea. I really believe you. Crank is when you... Which one is the one where you hold your breath until you pass out? The pass out game. <laughs> A <laughs> game? Yeah. Okay. What's it's, the one where it's the drug that your brain releases when you're about to die? Oxytocin. Isn't that DMT? Um, that's when you poop yourself. When you're about <laughs> no, to die, you poop yourself. That's the brown note. That's BM. <laughs> yeah. Wait, there's a there's a drug that makes you think you're dead? It's the it's the same thing that your brain releases when you're about to die. And DMT. It's like, yeah, they they like have bottled it and you can take it and it is good, I guess. Oh, it's good. I think it's supposed to be good. Guys, I think people take drugs because they're good. No. <laughs> but there's that, like, crocodile drug, right? That's really bad. Crocodile? Yeah, crocodile. It's like, it's like bath salts. Oh, House is on bath salts this whole time. Is that what it is? I to tell you. No, crocodile was like, crocodile, like, turned people into cannibals. It did, right? It, like, that zombie guy in Florida? That was bath salts. Oh, I thought that was crocodile. Guys, <laughs> whenever anybody mentions bath salts as a drug, I only think of lush ba- bath bombs. Yeah, that they're just... <laughs> of these, like, hand-sized, like, giant... And you're just eating them? Yeah, you're eating it like an apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, go so, on. So, um, the daughter, when she's like, you should die, he's like, no, I'm gonna live. And he gets up, and he starts walking to the door, and then suddenly... Uh oh! The building like collapses. Yeah. Well, so then, the other guys ran on foot to yeah. this warehouse, and then they saw him, and he stood there for a second, and then it collapses. Yeah. While they're the watching. boss 
Um, and Wilson. Wilson. Oh, and Charlene Lee's in this show. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Shout out to Charlene. Charlene Lee's in this show. Uh, and then so her and the other two got people show up also, and they're like, "Ooh, they're gonna take the dead body out." Yep. They and take they the do. dead body out, but guess what? It's the other heroin guy's body. Yeah. So, first of all. <laughs> They go to the coroner, and they oh, yeah. confirm that it's House's body. The dental record's matched up. And but then, then they have a funeral. Can you guys confirm that the whole time I was like, he's not dead, he's not dead. Yes. P.S. He wasn't dead. He wasn't dead. Because Wilson starts insulting him yeah, at the this funeral. funeral. Where everyone, they get everyone back to talk. Amber Tamblyn's back. Olivia Wilde's back. His Russian wife is back. Charlene Yee starts Charlene off the Yee. affair. Um, during Wilson's speech, though... Someone he gets a text him. message that says, shut up, you idiot, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and only one person has would have the unmitigated gall to, send a, <laughs> to speak to Wilson that way during a funeral. In a textual message. So he leaves the funeral, and he goes to the guy to a stoop, and House is there in his plain clothes. Plain? The clothes he wears in a... Oh, regular clothes. Regular his travel clothes. ensemble. <laughs> and he says the most romantic Easy thing Easy off I've... shoes for security so that you don't have to untie in time. He said the most romantic thing ever, which he was like, what are you doing with the last five months of your life? Because Wilson's dying. House said that to Wilson. Because House can't be a doctor anymore because he, he's now he faked his death to not go to jail. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then they get on motorcycles together. <laughs> the way your voice just changed. <laughs> they get on motorcycles together. And they're just getting her face. <laughs> and they're just gonna like ride for the last like five months. Oh my goodness. Be best friends. <laughs> so cute. Emma's crying about this fictional relationship between a asshole doctor and another doctor who he probably <laughs> took advantage of his entire show. It was their best friends. Yeah. Also, I don't have a sense of how you felt about the first, like, 42 minutes of this, but I feel like the last minute of it completely... Adorable. Uh-huh. Guys, how much fan fiction do you think is there about them on their motorcycle trip? Like, so much. I don't think that demographic is right in a lot of fan fiction. Oh, we're going to hear from What's the, the house fandom. What's the demographic from this show? We're going to hear from the house parents? fanfic fandom on this. <laughs> Just anyone's parents. Anyone's parents. If you got a kid, you're watching House. <laughs> uh, adorable, adorable ending. Before WebMD, people just watched House. <laughs> Then they played a Bob Dylan song. Then they played another song. It wasn't Bob Dylan. Why are you saying this? We've got to rewind a lot because we've got to go back to this patient that he was treating in these flashbacks. Was that not a Bob Dylan song? I don't think it was Bob Dylan. I thought it sounded like Bob Dylan. I thought it sounded like a parody of Bob Dylan, but I think maybe that's just how Bob Dylan sounded later on. Oh, you think it was a recent Bob Dylan song? Or like... Maybe the 80s when he got all weird. I don't know. What you did think we miss? Bob Dylan got weird? We explained. Yeah, with like electric guitars and stuff. Uh, I don't know anything about music. I don't know anything about Bob Dylan. Did it, <laughs> we explained the whole show. Well, no, there's this drug addict guy who... Okay, so House is trying to find somebody in the flashbacks to take the fall for him. He can't find anybody until he diagnoses this heroin-addicted guy. He diagnoses him with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, Ice Bucket Challenge. Everybody <laughs> submit your Ice Bucket Challenge. I missed all of this. So he says that he will die for House. But then House is like, realizes, oh, wait, no, you're not going to... He won't die for House, sorry. Go down for House. He'll go down. He'll take the, the fall. The ticket, the hockey yeah. ticket thing. The hockey ticket, flushing hockey tickets, which seems really bizarre. Yeah. So, yeah, why was that the catalyst for all of this? I don't it's know. Insane. It really seemed like they painted themselves in a corner somehow. <laughs> So anyway, like, what are we going to do with all these hockey tickets? Uh, House <laughs> then diagnoses the guy as not having ALS, but instead has a tree growing inside of his neck, and they remove oh, it. Was, I thought it was just both. 
He also had a tree in no, his neck. No, I thought he, he had a tree in his neck and that they a removed tree? it. Like yes, a tree? Like a little that? branch. They like a little like a, piece of a, a tree. branch out of his neck. But then I think, in my head, I'm like back, like I think that happened in a previous episode. And that backtracking it, like the guy convinces House to go do heroin with him now that he's still alive. Mm. Um, How did he get a branch inside of him? It was because he was on heroin and a branch fell, or like a little twig fell into his mouth. And he said that the heroin makes your gag reflex like not work. Mm -hmm. So then it was just in there. And I don't know. That was like causing all the other things. And so that's because House wasn't going to House wasn't going to get up when Cal Penn was telling him to because he said my friend is dying I'm going to go to jail like there's no reason for me to to live Um, but then he because this guy was dead he's like oh I have an idea and then we go back what he did is after he after House escaped the burning building he switches the dental records with this dead heroin addict patient of his Mm -hmm. so that it looks like that was him who burned up in the factory. I said that. Yes. And now we can go... Now we're at the... That's it. I guess that's it. Now we're ready to talk about the finale. That was it. (laughs) You had to... You had to derail my beautiful story of two men being friends on motorcycles to talk about a branch in a heroin addict's neck. The motorcycle doesn't make any sense unless you know this guy had a branch in his neck. (laughs) Understand storytelling? We were done. That was the end of the episode. I, I wanted to go back and cover on this a one part. beautiful story of heterosexual male friendship. That's like the, something which okay. you, you can just and say your friendship. roommate Ben should appreciate, <laughs> and you don't even care. Neither Ben nor I would be caught dead on a motorcycle. Those things are death traps. They are. Don't but think you we know would what? be caught dead on. Them. <laughs> if we're ever caught on them, we will be dead. <laughs> Those two guys, nothing to live for, man, except for each other, man. That's true, but. Wilson's gonna die. What do you, and then House will kill himself. I feel like that's the show. That's I would what I was saying. That show. I want to watch that show. Of a guy who's faked his own death and another guy who's about to die, and they're just traveling across the country on motorcycles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's they, what the story of American Pickers is. History <laughs> <laughs> Channel. Why wasn't this the it's a pilot? You know what I mean? Pawn Stars. Wait, what America. is American Pickers? It's like Pawn Stars. It's but on show. but on motorcycles. No, no, this is true. You guys, <laughs> do you guys didn't know any of the reference of the joke in land? Nobody could pick up on it. Oh my god! Go uh, to the next segment, please. Uh, all right. Um, so that was the end of the episode. I have some dark things to talk about. Um, well, the next segment is I'm going to read some titles of some previous episodes. You're going to guess what happened during them. Great! I hate this segment. <laughs> <laughs> do you want what do you want to talk about this dark I want to talk about the producer of this show Brian Singer okay oh, this is gonna get dark but only but only after we do your segments Garrett oh You're, I love you and I don't want to derail your segments oh, was, was he a main producer yeah man show? his name was in the MFN credits <laughs> god you know what? I don't even want to do this segment. Are you really taking the win? No, do it. do it. Do it. Do two. Okay. Or one. Okay. Or five. Um, okay, this one's a good one. It's called A Pox on Our House. What do you think happened? That was episode number seven in season seven. Chicken pox. Smallpox. House gets chicken pox? Yeah. He finds a smallpox blanket. Oh, God. Smallpox? And it's not actually eradicated? Well, you think it's a sm- uh, house that gets 
the smallpox, but he actually switched the dental records so somebody <laughs> no. else that got it. <laughs> I think someone brings in a baby with chicken pox, but then it's not actually chicken pox. That baby has cancer. Oh, God. Does they cancer always, look like chicken pox? I don't know. It's always like someone brings in their kid being like, it's an innocuous... I don't know. This is the same show as Grey's Anatomy. Uh, this, okay. This is a very... <laughs> hard show to actually try to do this because all the episodes or titles are just like like <laughs> the highest I think the highest rated episode ever of the show no they have one it's called Frozen which is pretty <laughs> funny Frostbite a Frostbite uh, storyline a retreat uh, a, an office retreat into the woods and they camp and they get Frostbite and House has to cut off someone's foot with a makeshift uh, utensil Ooh. and uh, then uh, it works, and they keep the foot, and they frame it in the office. <laughs> um, I just remembered a thing I knew about this show that I forgot, which is that there was a, like a running joke about it's never lupus, where people think that oh. they have lupus and that it's never lupus. I've seen a t-shirt with House's face on it that, that says, says it's not lupus, lupus right? Yeah. yeah, I've seen that meme. Um, well, good segment, guys. Gabby, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to bring this up, but I've been thinking about it a lot, so it's kind of funny that we're watching House. Brian Singer, the producer of this, is like a known pedophile. Oh, God. (laughs) Is like a known, like, not good dude, like molester dude of, of young boys. There's and I think the X-Men movies are getting worse. <laughs> That's the real problem. Um, like, I was thinking about it when all the accusations about Woody Allen came out. I was like, okay, cool. Like, everybody's talking about this. Great. But then I was like, Brian Singer literally is, like, helming a franchise. Like, a huge Marvel franchise. And everyone's just chill with that. Even though there's been, like, articles since, like, the 1990s about how he, like, has a mansion where he just, like, molests young boys. And everyone's just chill with it. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of reading up on his Wikipedia page a little bit like, right now. Yeah, there's some sort of, like, secret cabal of, like, super powerful gay producers who right. like, lure young aspiring actors till their, like, parties and then right. molest them. Oh. Right, but, like, everyone's just chill? Like, he still gets to make the X-Men movies? Like, nobody cares? I, yeah, that sucks. Like, what the hell? He produced House? I had no idea. Like, so he's, like, rolling in money, and he's just, like, a straight-up molester, and everyone's just like, yup. What? Kind of how the, the world is these days. This is, no, but the but there are big... Like, every so often, somebody... Get, like, you know, Cosby or Woody Allen or whatever. Like, somebody gets, like, called out. And I... What the fuck? But why? Cosby's, like, the only one where it really stuck. Like... I know Woody, Woody Allen's Allen, gonna keep doing stuff. It keeps, like, coming up a little bit, but never in a way that, like... So, did Woody Allen do anything that was illegal? Or was it always just creepy? Like, okay, that's, like, your stepdaughter, dude. What? No, his his other his actual not just the woman he married. His other daughter said that he molested her when she was seven. Oh well, that's very bad then. Yes, um, I didn't know that about him. Yes, that's the that was what the whole, that was what the whole like shebang was about. I so thought it was about the publicly marrying his stepdaughter. No, no, that's not what the, the stuff that re- that didn't Oof. help. No, but that's not the stuff that renewed it. The stuff that renewed it was the stuff with the younger daughter. Mm-hmm. But Brian Singer. Literally has a film franchise out now, and everyone is just cool? Did you see Apocalypse? I didn't, and it was out of protest for no. Brian Singer. <laughs> I, that's the reason I didn't. But also, he wasn't even, it wasn't even good. And also, like, people said it wasn't even good. Also, 
people were giving Chris, Kristen Stewart so much shit for being in a Woody Allen movie and Jesse Eisenberg, and then everyone's just going to let Jennifer Lawrence be in Brian Singer films and not say anything to her about it? In her defense, she really doesn't want to be in those X-Men movies I really anymore. think she doesn't either. I think she wants that. But, like, I'm just saying, like, it's so weird that the, the people that are honed in on and then the people that get a pass. Like, why... Like, and I didn't know that Brian Singer produced House. I'm sure he's got his hands on a bunch of shit. But are you, you talking about little kids? Yes. Oh. But if you Google him, like, it's not even a hit. It's like an open secret. And he's just, right. like, so wealthy and just, like, allowed to keep making stuff. I feel like Hollywood cares. is built on open secrets, though. Yeah, I mean, not I that guess. Not that condones it, obviously. It's just, it's like, just so crazy. This is interesting. Singer is cited. This is a quote from Wikipedia. Singer is cited in the 2014 documentary film on child sexual abuse in Hollywood. You know what the name of that documentary was? Open Secret? An Open Secret. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. I don't, it blows my mind. And it's so funny that we, what a coincidence that we watched, because I didn't know that he was a producer on House. And we chose to watch House tonight. And I literally have a draft in my tweet drafts being like, okay, everyone was like, like so enraged about Woody Allen, but Brian Singer has X-Men Apocalypse out and nobody cares. So everybody keep on the lookout for that tweet dropping soon. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's just like. People talked about it for the last X-Men movie, because that was kind of when it was coming out. But then it doesn't stop any, it like doesn't, it's so weird. And it's like Marvel, it's a Marvel franchise, which like Marvel is seen as like this, like supposedly this very like progressive whatever company. I guess not as much because they won't give Black Widow a film. Well, those, like, those ones are, the X-Men ones are uh, Fox. Oh, they're Fox? They're like, it's, it's That's not the Marvel one Studios. they've held on to, right? right. Yeah, it's they, not Marvel Studios. they have to Studios. keep making movies because they, they have I think they laughs. also have uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> they had Spider-Man, I thought. No, they... Sony, they, oh, Sony, Sony had, had Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Okay. Sony, so Sony does not have X-Men. No. Okay, interesting. So it's just, like, so weird that... Like, and I love the X-Men as, like, a comic book franchise. Like, I love the comic books. But I'm like, oh, I'm not going to see these fucking movies. Are you kidding me? But it's just, like, what a weird thing. And he did House... I wonder if anybody's ever asked the people that were on House, like, how they feel about that. I'm sure not. Probably not, because I think the show ended a couple years ago, right? Before... Yeah, but if you were, like... Like, the way that people were hounding Kristen Stewart for, like, working with Woody Allen, why aren't people like, Hugh Laurie, do you have anything to say about Brian Singer? Because nobody cares. Hmm. It's very weird. And that is my foo-fa-roo-ra. Foo-fa. That's my foo-fa. Sort of fun... It's not not very fun. Probably, okay. probably a fact. This is my new a rumor, corner. Certainly. Romance, unfortunately, yes. This is my like uh, my Hollywood buzzkill corner, where I <laughs> that's a pretty good name. Rant and rave about thing about things in Hollywood that are buzzkills, which is many, many things about this. Yeah, industry. I just hope that this is my moment where I become the Hannibal Burris of Brian Singer, and I just really want to be the person to shut this person down. I don't see why this won't be that moment. Thank you so much. <laughs> this has all the makings of such a moment. Because it's bonkers. Alright, well, um, now that we've thoroughly ruined Brian Singer's career with our podcast, <laughs> um, it's time for a, um, a Fabo segment, which is Guess the Pilot. Oh, yeah. This is where we try to guess the pilot of the episode. <laughs> the pilot episode of House. Ben, you want to lead us off? Do I ever. Uh, so I think that it starts in a burning building. 
And, uh, <laughs> oh my god, I'm riveted. <laughs> Tell me uh, everything. The building is an orphanage. And oh, there are no. a bunch of babies oh. that are in their It's cribs. a baby orphanage? Yeah. It's the most depressing kind. <laughs> well, although- no, it's less depressing because those babies don't know. They'll get family soon. It's more depressing if the orphans are older because they're not going to get adopted. Oh. All the ambulatory, all the ambulatory children have <laughs> left. <laughs> they're babies. The babies are still there, and uh, they're not psyched about how hot it's getting in this orphanage. And so they're doing what you or I would do in this situation, which is cry. Waterworks. And uh, and suddenly, who comes in? But Cal Penn. He bursts his way into the building, and he saves two out of the ten babies that are there. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Is it House and Wilson? <laughs> are the babies House and Wilson? Yes, they are. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, Cal Penn takes them back to his uh, His house. orphanage? <laughs> his house. Yeah. Hey, that's the name of the show. <laughs> And uh, he raises them, and he says, one of you will be good, and the other will be evil. And I'm going to raise you two uh, in completely separate from each other on, on opposite sides of a soundproof wall. You'll never meet, uh, and I'm going to sort of see what happens uh, in this controlled experiment. And they both became doctors? And yeah, against his best efforts, they... <laughs> he kept trying to. They just not. went to medical school and then worked at the same hospital and became best motorcycle friends. Oh wow! <laughs> and so. And did they know that Cal Penn was their adoptive father? Not only did they know that, they also knew that he was uh, an immortal, and oh. that he never aged because <laughs> he's the same Except age. Except for when he shot himself, then he could die. Right. Like immortal, well, like in like. An a- immortal can still kill themselves. No. Yeah, that's what immortal means. It means you can kill yourself. No, you can't. That was the problem with Tuck Everlasting, is all those teenagers kept trying to kill themselves and none of them could. One of them jumped off a Ferris wheel, if I'm remembering correctly. Tuck Everlasting is about suicide? A little bit. Yikes. Um, okay, is it my turn? Uh, uh, <laughs> that seemed like it came to a natural conclusion, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. All right, uh, Gabby, it's your turn. Guess the pilot. Okay. We open on Brian Singer's house. He says... <laughs> Look out. He says, Hugh Laurie, will you do this show and never discuss the weird shit that's going on in my house? And Hugh Laurie says, I will. Cut to Hugh Laurie <laughs> is house. He's on the floor. <laughs> he's on the floor. He did drugs. And then he goes to the He's did drugs. He is did drugs. Then he goes to the hospital, and you think he's checking himself into the hospital because he's a patient, but then, ba-bam, he's the doctor. (laughs) He's like, like, can I help you, sir? Then he puts on a white coat. Yes, show me my patients. <laughs> That's a pretty funny first line. Then they show him. Then he. They he, show him. No, like, these are them. <laughs> these are they. They're all sitting in this room. Then for he you. Di- Then he walks in and takes one look at a woman and goes, "Liver cancer." Then he turns and there's a bunch of interns and he goes, "That's how you fucking do it, you." Dillholes. You eat Dillholes. Yeah. Dillholes. <laughs> and then. Um, and then he gives them both the mil- both middle fingers. The middle finger. He walks fin- away. <laughs> and then, finger, which is also the middle finger. <laughs> That's the sexiest finger. And then, 
One of the interns goes, whoa, who is that asshole? And then the other, and then Wilson comes and slaps that intern. <laughs> <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, shut your whore mouth. That's the best doctor we have. He's starting today. <laughs> <laughs> And then, oh, and then, cut back. Brian Singer's like, that was really good. <laughs> Is this like Children's Hospital where sometimes the episodes show the people making the show? Yes. Um, and, then, and then House goes, pedophile. And he goes, don't diagnose me. I'm the producer. Wait, so wait, is he not Hugh Laurie when he's talking to Brian Singer again? He's permanently housed? Okay. Sorry, I'm nodding and also crying. So this is Brian Singer directing a documentary where this guy house this guy has a doctor. He created. Wait, I know I'm going to have the best part. What's the best part? House goes into his office. That's a good part. Wilson comes in and he's like, you can't talk that way in front of the interns. And then House puts his finger on his lips and goes, shh, baby, I'll talk however I want to talk. You liked it last night. And then they make out. Ooh. Is Brian Singer there? No. Brian Singer doesn't like them because they're old. And it's too consensual. Yeah. (laughs) And then, and then, um, and then House goes, wait. And then House goes, wait, I have a Russian wife at home. And then um, and then he goes home to her. And then he's really nice to her secretly, though, because he's only mean in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, if you tell anyone that I'm secretly nice, I'll buy you flowers because I'm so nice. <laughs> then, so she's incentivized to tell people. And then this. they go to sleep. Gabby, just so you know, everybody, Gabby made, put her hands together and then set her hand gently on it. Like somebody oh, oh, sleep, I guess. <laughs> so ben and I are, understand the concept now. Then they're spooning their sleep. And then a phone, his phone rings. Does his, does he, his wife know that her husband's making out with Wilson at work? No. <laughs> no. No, it's a plot line. Um, <laughs> it's a plot line. <laughs> and then he's asleep. And then the phone rings and they go, house. <laughs> you need to get here immediately. There's a, a patient, and then he says, "Oh, the patient that has lupus." And then he says, "How did you diagnose that through the phone?" And then he looks right at the camera and he goes, "I'm the best doctor that they have." And then the wife goes, "Who was that?" And then he goes, "No one, sweetie." And then he goes back on the phone and he says, "Fuck you! I'll be there soon." And then that's the end of the episode. Wait, but I thought you said he had lupus. I thought he like successfully diagnosed him, but also but he, he still has to go with treat him. I thought it was never lupus. That's the joke. Is that it's always? <laughs> is that lupus? it's always lupus? <laughs> All right. Every episode is lupus. <sighs> well, podcast listeners should know that it's a hundred degrees <laughs> in the room that we're filming, recording this. In. So my my podcast, my you're just stalling because we took your ideas. <laughs> yeah, ours were like so good. My podcast is gonna be brief. It's that a kid, a person, a a, a baby. No, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. It's a it's a it's a 14 year old boy who Brian Singer promised could be in this pile. Oh no! Goes up at the hospital and is coughing, and everybody's like, "It's lupus. Like we need to start lupus treatment," and that okay. makes him worse. Okay. And House is just like, "What did I tell you, fucks? It's never lupus." Mm. Um, he takes out a bone saw. And cuts off his legs at the knees, um, and out and of it scared. above the knees or below the knees. Um, 
Above. Or in the middle above. of him. Above. above. He's Lieutenant Danzim. Okay. Yeah. So he, That's like, all you had to he's, say. He's Lieutenant Danzim. Out of what would normally spurt blood, spurts um, motor oil. Um, what? And it's, the kid was drinking a lot of motor oil. <laughs> and... And As then, like a new trend that the teens are uh, doing. And then um, at the end, uh, he, he, oh, the kid's like, can I please have some opioids to, to help with the pain? And he says, no, that's uh, nobody. It's opioids. But he actually writes a prescription and cashes that check himself. Oh, he writes nice, a prescription nice, nice. to cash. Uh-huh. I want to be clear <laughs> that we're not making fun of what goes on in Brian Singer's house. We're pointing it out as... I would say activists. Yes. It's a call to arms. We're raising awareness. I want everyone who listens to this to tweet about how fucked up this shit is and look it up. Um, so, yeah, that's my pilot. Uh, anybody anybody want to make any changes before we hoist this key? God, this key is going to be unbearable oh, no. on this heat. My <laughs> guess was flawless. Yeah, you got it. Uh, any changes, Ben? Uh, no, my guess woke up like this. <laughs> my guest similarly was born this way uh, so, not okay. even the same singer everybody please help me count down to the key All right. one one zero <laughs> <laughs> one zero that's the countdown alright <laughs> guys this bit isn't funny <laughs> well luckily the 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 pilots are locked. <laughs> Fortunately, the last sound that the key makes is a very deflated, sad sound. <laughs> We're going to now go watch the pilot episode of House. We'll be back. And we're back. Uh, we've just finished watching the pilot of House, which is called Everybody Lies. And you said that that is something your dad says. Yes, that is, um, well, first of all, Ben pointed out that the finale was Everybody Dies. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, my father is a doctor, and he has said, since I was very little, that everybody lies, um, especially people that you're trying to help, um, which I guess this is probably a common doctor phrase, then? Seems like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Well, I'd actually, I don't know if this, like, if he ever actually did prove that in this episode. That she was lying? Yeah. Uh, no, it didn't seem like she was lying. I thought there was going to be some big reveal that she had been lying, but mm-hmm. she, there, was, there didn't seem to be. Yeah. So a quick rundown of the plot of the pilot, and then we'll discuss who won. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, so... Uh, a school teacher collapses, starts speaking gibberish. A school teacher played by Robin Tooney of The Craft. Uh, craft heads out there will remember Robin Tooney yeah. from that movie. A great film. Um, so she collapses. Uh, basically, this team of doctors, which is House, um, who, the, the black guy who became his boss. His boss. Australian dude? Australian guy, Dr. Chase. Chase. And then um, Jennifer... Is her name Jennifer Morrison? Yeah, and she's not his daughter, as it turns out. She's not his daughter. She's something else. Um, And then, as well, a Wilson. Oh, yeah, Wilson. Hot young Wilson. Am I right, Mm -hmm. ladies? Although, Wilson's not part of his team. Wilson's just another doctor that he's buds with. 
so fun in that first <laughs> season. Uh, Looking good, Wilson. It looks okay. fresh out the Dead Poets Society. Oh, yeah. Basically, got we, that floppy hair. You got that big old floppy hair. You got donkey, that big old floppy hair. <laughs> floppy donkey or floppy donkey? Donkey hair. <laughs> donkey hotel. You got that floppy donkey. Floppy donkey hotel. Uh, so we set up. Uh, basically, they try a bunch of things. I think a formula that worked well for House, which is they try a bunch of things. She appears to get better. She gets much worse. They try some other things. And that ends up being the cure. Um, and then we also set up sort of this running gag, I guess, that's going to go on throughout the whole series, which is he has to do these clinic things where he has to meet with people who aren't really sick, but they claim they're sick. So he meets with a, a kid whose mom wants to give him the inhaler, a guy who is turned orange. From eating too many carrots, which is a real thing that can happen. But he said you turn yellow from eating too many carrots and red from something else. From... Sunburn? It, it sounded like he thought like his wife was poisoning him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then and then a guy who just wants drugs. A guy who just wanted yeah some drugs and yeah. some like chiclets or something. Wait, why was he meeting with those people? Those were because he has to make up his hours or something. Yeah, he like owes this hospital or this boss a certain number of hours, and she won't let him practice unless he does that clinic hours. Basically, and you have to like work in this clinic. Uh, it's a teaching hospital of some kind. You have to work mm-hmm. at a clinic. That's, and so he's basically on the hook for all these hours, so he has to see these patients. Otherwise, they won't let him treat the interesting patients. There's another thing that kept coming up is that House seems to... his He loves healing patients a little bit. Really what he loves is not being bored. And he's constantly chasing... Very interesting, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he's chasing only interesting cases... He's refusing cases just because they don't interest him. His boss is a lady named Cuddy, mm-hmm. who is not in the finale. She was on the finale. So presumably she didn't give two shits that he die, and did not want to speak at his funeral. Uh huh. Or she dies. She's the one who set that house on fire. <laughs> yeah, or she dies. She got away with it too. <clears throat> um, and then they seem to have some sort of sexual tension. A little bit. Um, he has a lot of sexual tension with Wilson. Wow, what a Guys, I can't believe how romantic they are. Yeah, I mean, that's basically... <laughs> we were basically done describing the pilot. It turns out this t- teacher had, like, a tapeworm. And it yeah. Took, it took him a while to figure it out. Oh, also, there's something with... He hired the black guy because he had a juvenile record. And the black guy's like, that's fucked up and racist. And then the other... And then the woman was like, well, why did he hire me? And then it turns out that he hired her because she's pretty. And it was, like, a sex, a fucked up sexist thing. Well... Not quite, right? Like That's, like, the indicative thing, was that it was just because she's pretty, but then the reasoning is that, like, somebody who was that pretty didn't need to become a doctor unless they had some sort of damage in their past, and he's trying to figure out these, like, doctors that he's hired. Yeah, past, what their damage basically. is. But I guess it's just, I just found it condescending. And it's, like, a weird thing to say to, like, someone who's under you. True. But this guy will say anything. Yeah, that seemed to be his M.O., is saying oh. anything to provoke reactions and things. How uh, easy for a straight white man to say whatever he wants. Ben and I certainly find that to be the case. But let me also say, okay. probably not straight, right? House definitely fucking Wilson. Can we all agree? <laughs> that is, I think, is the season four season long arc. Great, love it. <laughs> um, so who do we think at the closest guess? <laughs> um, somebody said 
that he was like somebody was going to say he's the best goddamn doctor we have. I said and that. That was Gabby, and they definitely did say that. He definitely, they definitely did say that. Oh my god, did I win again? So we'll say Gabby wins this pilot. Fuck yeah! There was no burning orphanage. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. <sighs> there were children though, so you were super close. Yeah, I was. I was mm-hmm. circling right around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the school. Yeah. Um, and then what's the next segment? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to talk about my favorite characters. That's actually a Favo segment and is the next segment. Yeah, so Favo segment. What is your favorite character, Gabby? Wilson. Wilson, your favorite character. You want to go into that? You seem to have a lot prepared for this. Um, no, I mean I like him and I like Jennifer Morrison, whatever her name is. Uh, I thought they were both good. Uh, I think Wilson. I'm. I think Wilson will be able to keep House in check from his. He's the good cop to House's bad cop, but he looks so fine while doing it. But House can't, like, throw people against the window, right? That's the reason why he doesn't, like, address a lot of patients. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says it's because he doesn't like how patients think he's sick because he walks with a cane. But it's really because he just doesn't like dealing with patients, right? Yes. And that's why him having to be in this clinic is so uh, bittersweet. Yeah, but also, Wilson is just, like, the... I don't know why he puts up with House, you guys. Well... There's gotta be some backstory there. I bet that's... I bet, I bet they sort of have a frenemy relationship that goes on... For a long time. For eight seasons. Yeah, considering, like, House doesn't seem like a guy who has many friends, they really just uh, kind of don't explore much why this guy is like, oh, yeah, why he's Wilson's my friend. Why Wilson's his friend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guess I mean, you'll not find in the pilot out. or the finale, I bet. Yeah, I guess you'll find <laughs> out. Over the course of 180-odd episodes, they do do that. Um, yeah, I guess they do have an opportunity. To, yeah. <laughs> We're only talking about <laughs> not even one 170th of this. <laughs> no, I guess we're talking about, what, 190th of this show? Garrett, who's your favorite character? I like House. I've always loved characters like House. Oh. I know. It's, but those, those like... Arrogant, observant assholes. That's Classic my total Garrett. jam. I love that. If I could be, if I could be like alone in the world and be like a house in a heartbeat. Classic Garrett to like the fucking megalomaniac. To like the main character, you yeah. fucking weirdo. <laughs> Plus, yeah, anybody who's got a show named after him. Ugh. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, was that show Michael called Carmichael Jerry Seinfeld? Was how this is called House. <laughs> Was this show called Gregory House MD? <laughs> it was called House MD, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. And Seinfeld's character was named Jerry Seinfeld. MD? No. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld MD. He's a Jew. Go on. Yeah, tell me. Who's your, no, Ben, who's <laughs> no, your Garrett, favorite? I want to hear more about how House is your favorite character. Um, he walks with a limp. That's pretty cool because that means he's damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's something about his past. He's also, we established pretty early on, or they established in the pilot that he is addicted to painkillers because he keeps stealing people's pain medicines. <laughs> keeps stealing people's pain. Uh-huh. <laughs> and absorbing himself, which is why he needs to also steal their pain medicine. It makes perfect sense. That's what doctors do. They just steal patients' pain. <laughs> so what's your favorite character? Ben? Me? I... I guess... House was okay. I don't know. <laughs> really? I, I didn't really like any of the characters that much. Nobody seemed that interesting. Like I House, thought the black guy was very interesting. That's true. The thing is, like, all these people keep giving House all this shit, but he ends up being right. 
Oh my god, that's just your dream. Uh-huh. Do you just jerk off to that idea all day? No, because that is my fucking life. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. You're all regular- you have to do is try three things that almost kill someone, and oh then you'll be right. Oh my god. <laughs> and, I, and then I can't be fired from anything I do because I'm the best damn doctor that place has. In your own mind, Gary. And I do that by never, never working at a hospital. Right. I felt like the patient girl was one of the most like delved into characters of the pilot Mm -hmm. very interesting like i got much more of a sense of her than i did really anyone else that worked at the hospital true with the exception of house but for a tortured genius like he didn't i thought he was i thought he was gonna come in a lot hotter like usually we watch a finale and it's like ho-hum and then we watch the premiere and it's like oh man everyone seems way more interesting I didn't think he seemed that much more interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, this was that's an, a good observation. This was I noticed when I looked at the list of episodes that this was an interesting show because the ratings kind of built. It wasn't like it started out huge. I think it was word of mouth. Yeah, it seemed like because like it started like the first was it six or seven episodes? They were all uh, seven million viewers. This was back in... Uh, Pathetic. 2004. Even like... But the, then the show ended at like 20 million, and then it's even like slow the sh- build to the top. kind of sounds like Seinfeld. Ooh. Oh, my God. Coincidence? This is the Seinfeld of medical dramas. Great. It starts out with Gregory House doing some surgery in front of a brick wall that sets up some of the themes. <laughs> and by the end, they aren't showing the surgery scenes anymore. Mm-hmm. Ben, this is so weird, no. yeah. Even the show itself started with Robin Tooney. Right, yeah, the whole like, cold open, you so don't even weird. see House. Yeah. Right. And then it shows the word house, and like you see his face, and you're like, who's this guy? Right, <laughs> how weird. actually a scene from the episode, too. Right. Of him looking through an And episode. it was three quarters of a second long, the opening credits. It was yeah. so, it seemed like it, it was, was going to be longer. It was a very weird pilot. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, but it was like, who is meant to be, like, Ooh. what? Well, this was just another interesting thing, is that, we brought up that Brian Singer directed this. Oh, You'll all yeah. remember Brian Singer as being the pedophile we mentioned in the first half of the podcast. He directed this episode. Allegedly mentioned. Something about television is that if you direct the pilot of an episode, of a series, you will always be an executive producer. So maybe he didn't have a hand in the show that much. I will say he also directed the third episode. Oh, never mind. Take it back, House. You've lost all benefit of the doubt from me. But that's it. That's all I see of his involvement in this show. He's also not not a pedophile. He's more of a pederast. What is the difference? He's like into like teenage boys. Oh, I didn't know that was... Two different things. I didn't think the suffix of pedophile and rest, like, pedo yeah, yeah. still just means child. I don't know. They're two different things. Look it up. Google it. Research and development. Um... That's something for you, the audience, to participate in. Oh, okay. And if you could pedophile, send us in the results no! so we don't have to do it, Yeah, that would be nice. That's how we're going to start Googling things. <laughs> Whenever we have a question, we're going to ask you guys to, to look it up, and then please respond in the comment section of however you're getting this podcast. So? Uh, so. Uh, It'd be nice if someone looked at our comment section. It was just a bunch of information about pedophilia. <laughs> oh, God. Um... That is a perfect segue into our Favo segment, which is, would you watch this series were it on today? Ben. I would not. I found it... I feel like I've seen other tortured genius shows that just seemed more compelling. Like, I wasn't that into... Name one. 
Name four. Uh, okay, uh, just off the top of my head, Seinfeld. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carmichael show. <laughs> I guess I'm not thinking of them right off the cuff, but I know they're out there. Um, let me try to think for a second. Like he struck me as like a Benjamin Linus, and that's like one of my favorite you characters love in television. You love Benjamin Linus. Yeah. From the, Lost? Yeah, I bet the character he played in Person of Interest is like that as well. Ooh, I thought of one. Person of interest? Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, As Sherlock. we talked about before, like the BBC show Sherlock, mm-hmm. which I find to be very enjoyable. And it's that same sort of thing. of he, He's just an asshole. He only wants the interesting cases. Mm. But you really, at least for me, I found his sort of quirks and peccadillos to be very uh, engaging. And you get a sense of, oh, this is a weird guy and a weird character. And I want to see more. And... House was just like a little bit of an asshole, not enough to really hook me. Interesting. Gabby, would you watch the show we're on today? Um, I think I would, but I would watch it if it was like a, a binge watch. I know it was yeah. sort of like a procedural, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I mean, I watched Criminal Minds that way. Criminal Minds is a procedural, and I watched it like in a row binge watching. Yeah. So like if all the episodes... like. I don't know. See, now that it's all out, I may go watch all of it, but I don't know that I would have watched it week to week. Yeah. I think we're treating this segment a little <laughs> complicated. Um, I would. I think I would watch it. Yeah. If it were on and, like, background noise type of thing. Yeah. I don't think I'd, like, need to see every episode, but I think I would be engaged every episode I watched. Um, great. Well, unfortunately, you've also run out of time for my favorite segment, Rad Dad, Bad Pad, where we decide if House is just a good dad or if he has a bad house. Oh. <laughs> Which would have been... Oh, my God. And a bad house. house. So, Rad Dad, Bad Pad. That'll have to be postponed. Um... We'll move on to everybody else's favo segment, which is plugs. Wait, but did we see his house? I, I, we saw he is house. He is house, but did we see... I don't think so. ...the house that he lived in? I don't think in either episode. We Unless it's the one that burned to the ground in the finale. We <laughs> didn't seems, see house's house. So that's kind of a secret that they save maybe for season two or something. Yeah. I bet he's homeless. That's a big reveal. House is houseless. Quote me on that shit. So you can only have one. <laughs> you can either have your name or a house. And he said, name please. <laughs> He's living in the office. You can quote me. Um, okay. We'll never find out if that's true, though. Yep. I might. Get you it. don't know. What do you want to plug? I want to plug that I think he and Wilson death fuck in season four. <laughs> I want to plug... Okay, god damn it. What? Nothing. Go on. <laughs> Again, I want to repeat to viewers that it is 100 degrees in this room. <laughs> I want to plug my Twitter, at uh-huh. Dunn. I also want to plug, um, if you haven't watched Hugh Laurie in, in uh, Laurie and Fry. Fry, you should watch that. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, a lot of people don't know Hugh Laurie is a comedian. He's a comedian. Very funny. Much like... British also. Much like uh, a Pretty man... Pretty good American accent. Yes, very A good. man named John Hamm was doing comedy, then he started doing Mad Men. Much like an opposite Adam Scott, who was doing dramas and then started doing comedy. It's never too late to change. And that's the final thing I would like to plug. Change? Yeah. By David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> the sequ- the prequel to the song changes. Change. Uh, ben, what would you like to plug? Uh, changes by Tupac is also <laughs> a good song, uh, and I think that samples. Uh, God, what is that song? Changes that by David Bowie. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> it samples "Life on Mars" by David Bowie. <laughs> uh, 
I will plug uh, this very show, Finale Rally. Hey. Uh, it's available on SoundCloud. It's available on iTunes. Sure is. Uh, as those are all the things that I know about. All kinds of other. Uh, wherever podcasts are sold and downloaded, because this is free. Um, I would like to plug using this podcast as Google. Um, <laughs> please comment and, and answer these questions that we have. If we could get some sort of system where people ask other people questions, like, and we're not even involved. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, we just want to be the conduit. Just like Larry Page and Sergey Brin don't like answer everything you Google, which is something I just recently learned. They're not the ones on the other side of the computer typing like, it back to yeah, you. Typing back all these answers. It's a machine they've set up. Typing back what that thing on your foot is. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this podcast, it's like when you search Finale Rally in Google, it's not Sergey Brin and Larry Page being like, oh, here it is. It's, it's a machine. So we're, we would like this podcast to be that machine. We'd like to put Google out of business. We're trying to turn this into a machine uh-huh. that will one day drive itself and <laughs> take over us all. Uh, that'll do it for us here at Finale Rally. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Gabby, anything else to say besides goodbye? Um, and take us out, Ben. Keep it on going. Ha ha.